All right. Good morning, Mr. Cord Stockwell. How are you doing today? Fantastic, Mr. Jeff Underwood. How are you, sir? I am doing great, sir. Well, welcome back to Engagement Matters, Bridging the Leadership Gap. And we are on part two of a two-part series that we began last week on elevating organizational performance through engagement. And man, we unpeeled a lot of stuff on the last episode and exposed some things, exposed some bumps, also talked about some good things as well. So today, let's dive in and, and what's the process look like to put the puzzle pieces together to really go from that next level of organizational uh, across the organization? Right. Well, first, thanks for everybody that hung in with us for an extra long episode last week. Uh, 34 minutes. We really we really tested the attention spans, uh, but uh, great feedback already coming from it. And it, I think it's if it didn't begin the conversations, it definitely impacted the conversations around um, this organizational piece, uh, which is, boy, it's it's everywhere. Sure. Uh, thus, the 34 minute first episode. So, <laughs> thanks again. Um, yeah, I think, you know, we, we've said a few times through some of this one team. Right. And that's a term that almost like culture uh, is a term that has been used to talk about uh, desired state, but hasn't necessarily been acted on everywhere. And one team is kind of an aspirational title that we, we give our organizations because it sounds great. It feels good. Um, but when you really start to look at organizations where where they struggle, you can usually point to the fact that the the folks making the decisions for the individual organizations inside the organization aren't talking with each other enough. Right. And so, you know, that, that's what we we, will talk through and try to tackle today with some examples and stories where it did work and didn't work. And, and we'll take it from there. Uh, And we'll, and we'll try to keep it in that 22 to 24 minute range for everybody. (laughs) There you go. The commute, Uh, the commute length, right. Right. Sure. You know, the, the phrase one team, right? I think yeah. that's the end result, right? If you can get to this place where you're one team, mm-hmm. we're pulling one rope, right? Everyone's pulling the rope in the same direction and you're not getting all this, you know, nope, I want the rope to go here. I want it to go there. It's that one team mindset. And I loved what you talked about there saying we will uncover some of those things on how to make that happen, right? That's right. Um, that we've seen happen, um, which is near and dear to my heart because there's there's a piece of that that I think is so vital when we really kind of talked about engagement matters and through communication where a lot of this I think was born right, right. so um, I'm super super pumped up about it so question for you Cord shoot thinking about cross functional right one team we're pulling the rope um, yep. communication wise what is a key step that you can implement today. Right. It doesn't take a bunch of research. You implement, make it super simple and easy that a, a, an organization can start doing right now. Uh, that wonderful question. First of all, I love your analogy of the rope because I want you to visualize with me for just a second. You know, think about the actual structure of a rope. Right. The, the big, yeah. thick, heavy ropes that do the, the hard work are made up of several other ropes. Right. When you start to unwind a rope, if you look at it and it's braided nature, you know, in a thick rope, you may have eight other big rope strands making that rope. And inside of those eight strands are hundreds of other little strands. And so the 
when a rope is together and tight and has, has its structure, it is really, really hard to break. But the minute a rope starts to fray and those other ropes start going their own direction, it's, it's like what we saw every Saturday morning uh, watching Looney Tunes, right? Mm-hmm. The, that rope's going to snap. Yep. Uh, so it's a great analogy. Uh, and so anyway, forgive me. I, I, I think an analogy, so I had to go there. Um, I think with the one team piece, you know, what's important is if that's really something you aspire to and, and you want, then you have to understand that w- the one team starts with the first team. And if you're a leader, you're on the first team. Sure. And so it's your it's your responsibility as a member of that team to be a team player, which means, you know, you you've got to be partnering with those other divisions in an intentional way. So if if you've got a gap in sales after the sale in a service piece of the of the process, then sales and service need to be working together and talking about that. But more often what we see is sales goes, Hey man, we didn't hit our number because service didn't do their job. And it only comes out when it's time to sit down at the table for your quarterly business review. Yeah, right. Sure. Whereas we all see the indicators coming. We know when there's a problem. And if you're looking for the bumps, like we've talked about, and one of the bumps is I keep hearing from my people that, you know, when they finally get to yes, then all the problems start. Okay. Well, we know who, who owns those pieces. And if they're not getting that feedback, how do we expect it to get better? Right. So, so it's as simple as literally reaching out and saying, Hey, I want to partner with you because our departments depend on each other. And right now we've got a gap that I, I believe you and I can solve together. Right. Now, isn't that different than saying, Hey man, you're screwing my deal up and you better get your stuff together or else. Sure. Yeah. And it's man working together. It might not always be pretty sometimes, but like you said, don't wait for the quarter to be up and then have that discussion. That's right. The moment you recognize a problem as a leader, you have a responsibility now to speak up and act, right? right? Maybe don't wait for the company to create this pathway for you to make it happen. Just pick up the phone and have a conversation. Here's what I'm seeing. What do you need from me so we can improve this process, right? right. Um, and so- I think that that one piece of picking up the phone, right? The power of five, right? And and that that number there, right? Um, Internally and cross-departmental wise, right? Mm -hmm. If we stay engaged, I believe, on a weekly, daily basis, make one phone call a day to someone in another department, have a conversation. How's it going? What are you seeing from your landscape? I think there's so much power in that. In organizations, we get so busy working on say the quote unquote, the numbers or hitting forecasts, hitting goals, the KPIs, you know, customer service reviews, everyone's got all these busy jobs to do. Yeah. Right. But if we don't stop and make an intentional action every single day to just pick up a phone and have a conversation, Mm -hmm. we can, we can create a lot less bumps in the road. That's right. Right. That's right. And you know, if it, it, Yeah, I I just think that, you know, when you're in a situation where, well, think about it this way. It's in our human nature to want to help when asked. Yeah, it just is. Now, um, when there's when it's accusatory, it's in our human nature to defend. Um, Right. When when when. And so that all comes down to approach. 
And so if your approach, like we just talked about, is one that's more of a finger wag, then their defense is up and you just lost help. Uh, but when you go at it from a standpoint of, man, you may not even realize what's going on out here. And I want to make sure that you do. And then I want to figure out what questions aren't I asking uh, of your department to maybe get to a solution. You know, that then is like, oh, well, you know, I'm being asked to help and it, it, this is my role and I, I want to help. So it's, you know, again, we've talked about the breakneck speed we all move in. Everybody's butts on the line for a number of some sort. In sales, it's very quantifiable. In service and support and customer care and all those other divisions, it's a lot harder to quantify what success looks like. But I can tell you that they all get to bask in the sunlight of glory when the sales numbers are getting achieved. Sure. Right? I mean, everybody lives and breathes on that number um, in a sales org, obviously. So, you know, there's... um. There's a lot to be said for just being humble and reaching out and making making others aware of the issue in more of an investigatory way than an accusatory way. That's that's probably the best way to boil it down. Yeah. Because most of the time, if it's accusatory, you're not going to get the response or the help that you need or want. Right. It does nobody any good. And I always say, if we all work together, we all win. Right. right. And it kind of goes back to that one team. Right. Mm-hmm. We work together in unison we're going to come out on top. We're going to have success. That's right. Our organization is going to be one that is admired that and is attractive to others, right? By doing that, you know, so talking about intentionalism, right? And being very intentional, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things that I think, and, and it's something that I've practiced for a while now. And when we think about getting an organization um, to elevate, right? Their, their, their performance um, and what they're doing for their, their company, for, the employees and for the customers that we serve, right? And every single touch point is be very intentional about start off with one to two phone calls a week, cross departmental, right? Put it on your calendar. This is now not something that is, hey, if I have time, I'm going to do it, but be very intentional of making that happen. And I would, I would venture to guess, or maybe even willing bet inside of a 90 day window, if you start doing that on a weekly basis and that becomes a cadence for you, it's going to start attracting others to do it as well. Oh yeah. Right. And you're going to get the team starting to pull from the same rope because now you have the permission to have a, maybe a tough conversation with somebody, right? Because you invested that time into the person and in turn, it now falls down to the process. So um, I know you've witnessed that and you've done that as well. And, and I just think that is a key area that is so controllable. Right. Well, it is. You just said something really key there, which was down to the process. And, and I think that's that is a, a, a place where, especially over the last decade, with the influx of all this information around leadership and the sales process and everything, <clears throat> I, I think that there's been a mentality of develop a process and manage the people. When in actuality, that's another one of those things that should be absolutely flipped. Develop your people. And they'll manage a process, right? It's another way of saying that is, you know, good companies take care of their customers. Great companies take care of their employees and the employees will always take care of the customers. And, and 
public companies take care of the shareholders. So know which one you're in. <laughs> know which one you're in. Uh, that, that is that is really good stuff there. Um, so as we're talking down this path, you know, we can all come up with several examples where it's not working. Um, can you talk about an example where where that level of communication is is working or has worked? Yeah, you know, it's uh, of course, and there, there's many examples over the last couple of years where it, it has worked, and all of a sudden, it's like, wow, that wasn't so hard, was it? Right? Um, you know, trying to get an answer from somebody by email, mm. right? Let's just use email as an example. Everyone's so used to moving and typing emails, getting work done. And, you know, no one wants to pick up the phone or asking, hey, I need your assistance on this, right? Um, where almost you feel like you don't have the permission to go to that next level to get some help. Um, and for me, it just became a point of like, if I add one more person into the mix, there's going to be a delay of time, right? Or maybe that message is the telephone game, right? Where maybe what I was asking for wasn't said in the right way. And I'm still hitting my head against the wall. I'm like, why isn't this working? What is going on here? Um, so I just made a, a, a challenge to myself saying, don't ask for permission, pick up the phone and have a conversation, be very pointed in what I need. And it's been pretty awesome to see that grow, right? Where a process was a little more simplified. It yeah. makes sense, right? Brought the problem to the forefront and say, help me understand. Can you help me achieve X, ABC, right? Because I need to get over here to XYZ, but I can't do this with this gap, right? And right. so, and I, I've been told, thank you so much for picking up the phone. Mm -hmm. it, the, the five minute conversation was worth it. Now I understand. And I think that is just, it's the simplest thing, Cord. It is. When we yeah. think about it, it is so simple, Right. Um, treat people with kindness, right? And respect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that, that, that statement that you got back as feedback, thank you so much. Now I have clarity. Um, more often than not, that's the response you'll get when you take that tact. And then the next logical step, I feel like when you've got somebody saying, boy, this felt good is to say, man, how about we get a, a, a regular cadence set up? Let's every two weeks, let's get together for an hour or 30 minutes and just have this kind of discussion. If there's nothing going on, we'll talk about friends and family. That's great, but let's just get it in the calendar. Yeah. And you, man, you can do that with every division that with which you work. And by the way, you know, you don't necessarily have to be a leader to go do that. No. Uh, I mean, we've all heard act as if, right? Dress for the job you want, not the one you've got. All those little things you can, re you know, revert back to and go, man, I can lead from right where I'm at, regardless right. of title. If I just use, you know, common courtesy and and just the facts, Jack, keep emotions out of it and go make a friend. Um, it's just simple. Yeah. I So instantly vision, right? You have kids. I have kids. Mm -hmm. Our kids watch what we do, right? Yeah. And as leaders in an organization, the people that we get to work with every day, right? The 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 Whether it's the people that work. I like to say they work with them and they don't work for me. Right. We're a team. Right. And so, but they will, we talk every single week as a team, right. Mm -hmm. Cause we're spread out throughout the country and almost every organization is that way. Right. They're not, not everyone's under one roof, especially um, now, yeah. especially now, right. Remote work. 
yeah. when you don't see the whites of somebody's eyes, it's really tough to know what they're going through. Right. And I think as an organization, um, you hit the nail on the head. People will watch and hear what you do and good or bad, they'll emulate it. They will start right. to pick that up. So as leaders, if we get really good at having conversations cross departmental, Hey, there's a problem comes up. I know who to go to for that. I don't have to send an email to a, a just a, a standing email box and hope that someone picks it up. Right. right. Um, but then I, what I've witnessed over the last 10 to 12 months is peer to peer conversation happening. Iron sharpening iron there, right? What's working on your side of the country? What's working out over there, right? right? We've all had different areas of lockdown and you start to see this like excitement, right? Like, oh, I got a partner here and I, I, they're 10 states away, <laughs> um, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it, it's pretty cool. And I just think that that's an area, again, I, I know I've already said this, but it's controllable and yeah. make that intentional. So if your organization, if you feel like there is, you know, communication gap, areas of improvement. The biggest challenge for me would be like, make it intentional, pick up the phone and have a conversation with somebody you didn't have before, understand what they're going through on a daily basis, come to a common ground. And now let's make a plan and go fix it. Bingo. And that will start to emulate and get that one team, right? That's Everyone right. starts pulling from the same rope and there's not a bunch of bitterness back and forth. That's right. When we when we seek to understand before being understood, it just works in every relationship. And you know, when you when you are presenting your leadership structure as one team, now the message is really clear. Um, don't go picking on these other teams because these are my homies. Like we're right. we're in lockstep. And so it it becomes a whole lot easier to dig through the excuses you're getting in your performance conversations downstream where the culprit was always, well, I can't get this done because this group won't help me. And that group said this and that one contradicted it and blah, blah. Mm, okay. Well, when we're not connected with those other groups as leaders, we tend to buy into that because this is the only relationship we're listening to. But if we've got the perspective from the rest of our counterparts around the country. Now we've got the full story and you know, there's always more than one side to that story. So it'll really help the coaching conversations when you are united with those groups that usually get the blame. Um, so that, that is great stuff. Yeah. So I think the challenge or the nugget from this one is as you're looking for the, or as you're finding the bumps organizationally, that is your cue to reach out and seek to understand, not to be understood first. You got to make deposits before withdrawals, right? Yeah. And uh, we got two ears, right? And one mouth. Boom. You got Seek it. to understand, listen, and do it without prejudice, right? Yeah. Someone is really, feeling going through that emotion and they're real. And there's a, there's a cause and effect to everything that happens. And, you know, the organization's not always right. And the employer is not always right. Usually there's a middle ground. And so when you, when you don't have that prejudice there, man, it, it's a, it's a catap it's, it's a, um, the word I'm looking for here. Um, the catalyst catapult to growth, right? It's really gonna, it's going to give that opportunity for it to really grow. Um, yeah. and then it's fun to watch it grow. That's right. right. And, and that's, so, that's the key to coaching uh, up. That's the key. Cause yeah. you're right. The organization is coaching up, not coaching up. Right. Yeah. What do you think? Sometimes there was a, you know, 
there was um, a leader of mine one time says, Jeff, make sure you're running towards something and not running away from something. Mm-hmm. And that had such a powerful, profound impact on me. Um, because when I thought about that, a lot of times, right, as leaders, are we running towards something or are we running away from it? Because we just want that thing to go away. Um, but when we hit it head on and then have some conviction that, no, I'm doing the right thing here. Let's run towards that thing, right? Yeah. Let's run towards that one team mentality. Um, let's not run away from it. So yeah, I think the, 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 you nailed it. Uh, the running to not from, and I, I, you know, um, I'd say the, th- the only thing I can recommend that we start running from is the mentality of that's not my job. Hmm. Right. When it's, when it's always somebody else's job, then, then you're, you know, you're part of the problem, right? Because again, they're, they, to your point, they've got their own set of circumstances. They've got their own view of reality. They have their own priorities dictated by someone else. And if, if we're not trying to insert ourselves there and help them do the job we need done, then, then we're just exacerbating the problem by saying, ah, it's not my job. We're putting our heads in the sand and we're letting a problem fester. And you know what happens when that's the case, right? So (laughs) it's just, it's the only respectful thing to do is to reach out and have these conversations. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, We had some really good stuff here, right? Um, And I know our last episode went pretty long. Um, you know, 12, 14 minutes past what we would like, like to keep it in. I know <laughs> yeah. we're getting pretty close up on time here, but, you know, one area that I always appreciate is honest feedback, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you're listening to, to this podcast, right, and you're getting some value out of it, or maybe there's something that you just don't agree with, please share it with us, right? I mean, at the end of the day, this is about growing uh, individually, uh, whether it is personally or professionally, organization, maybe you're part of a nonprofit group and you're actually listening to this. And there's some principles and key areas that can really help that or, or your organization grow. Court and I want to know. We want to hear about it um, because this isn't for us. Uh, That's this right. is this is for our audience, and this is something we're just throwing out there, right? And doing so. Without that feedback, it's pretty tough. Want to know, is it resonating with you? Um, so please reach out to us and let us know uh, what that is. And Cord, I'll, I'll hand it over to you too, to if, if you have any thoughts on that as well. Well, I think you nailed it, man. It's, uh, you know, this is, it's a, it's a series about engagement. So we are wide open to engaging. And I mean, I'll tell you right now, you can reach me anytime you'd like at cord.stockwell at gmail. And, um, and I, I, I re- respond quickly. Jeff can attest to that. I don't let things sit. Um, and so, and neither does Jeff and, and, um, and Jeff can give his email address too. Yeah. But the, the engagement matters to us as well. And like Jeff said, this isn't for us. This is just something we're really passionate about and are thrilled to have the conversation started. So that goes both ways. Let's, let's get connected. Let's engage. And uh, Jeff, what's your email address? It is engagement matters the number five at gmail.com engagement matters five at gmail.com. Awesome. Well, awesome, buddy. It's been awesome talking about elevating organizational performance through engagement with you. And I'm sure there'll be more to come on this topic down the road as we go. Uh, but I, I look forward to uh, our conversations looking forward to next week. 
to reconnecting with you. And uh, again, you guys, you can find us on Spotify, uh, Apple iTunes, uh, Google Cast, and the multitude of other uh, podcasts out there. So if you search for Engagement Matters, Bridging the Leadership Gap on Google, you should find us. That's right. Have an awesome day. Until later, stay engaged. Right on, baby.